So, welcome to the latest in the Silk Grassroots Podcast Network big interview series. Tonight, I am talking to a collection of Kwerda Municipal teams. Uh, luckily, we've got a fair mix of teams throughout the divisions. Uh, so, I'm very pleased to welcome Rich from PSG, Stephen from Chelsham, Alan from AFC Shirley, Roger, a familiar voice and name from Saha 11 and Emrys from Dynamo Duffers. Um, my interest in the Quota Municipal League really started after um, their uh, surprise for some result in the uh, rep game against the um, Alpington and Bromley. Uh, from then, uh, Roger became involved in our All Around the League show, recording a really entertaining uh, section of the show, um, which really led to me asking... Roger, if he wanted to be part of the Sunday League show. So now we shine, we try and shine more of a light on the Gwoda Municipal Sunday Football League. I feel it's very much uh, a worthy uh, part of the Sunday League show. And Roger has been a valuable member of the team. Gentlemen, how are you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Good, yeah, good. thank you. Everyone. Good, thanks, Andrew. We're all a bit chirpy. Eh? All the guests have been a bit <laughs> chirpy lately since we know we're getting a restart to the football. It didn't seem likely... A month ago, but but now we are. We have got it's coming back, mate. It's coming yeah. home. It's coming home as they sing. It's coming home. It's not coming home, is it? No, no, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> so, boys, let's get through the introductions. Uh, we'll start with you, Emrys. Um, you are involved with uh, Dynamo Duppers, a very much fancied team in um, Division Three of the Quarter Municipal. Uh, tell us a bit about yourself and your involvement with the club. Um, so we um, sort of started this season, um, myself and, and Noel, who runs the team. Um, I've been involved with um, sort of in and around the Croydon Leagues for a few years, mostly as a referee. Um, so I do know a few faces, although uh, some of the team names have changed. Um, and it was just to sort of get, get ourselves back playing football and, um, and out of refereeing a little bit. So um, we, we started this season and... Um, Unfortunately, it's been a bit stop-start, so we're looking forward to the restart as much as some of the other guys as well. Um, and yeah, we, we, we've started well, um, had a mixed bag as well, And um, but no, looking forward to seeing where the season takes us, really. Did you feel the pressure that Roger put on you early doors, make, making you predict, predicting you to be up there amongst it, or did you just ignore him like everyone else? Um, no, we were. Um, you were sort of backing us quite well in, in some of your predictions. Russell, not so. Uh, Roger was as well, but um, Russell. Uh, yeah. sort of Amari, I think from start, Sanders said, was back in his team. Um, and we were just sort of going quietly <laughs> about our business. <laughs> cool. Right, so on to the next team. Stephen from Chelsham again, another team uh, backed by the podcast or by our Quota Municipal uh, contributor anyway. Stephen, uh, tell us a bit about the club. It's another another new club, I believe. Um, yeah. Tell us a bit about Chelsham and uh, why you got involved with the Quota Municipal. Well, I was um, at Croydon last season, so I didn't know too much about where they were last season. I came over... Um, and I think they were a breakaway from Sarnestead. Okay. Um, we no, obviously no brand one wants to stay at Sarnestead, <laughs> do they? I don't know why. No, it, Russell it, has it, that effect. Don't blame her. Yeah, we came over, a uh, few of us. Um, and we've had a bit of an up and down. Sort of, we've had a, I'll say up and down season. We're sitting top. Um, I'm looking at the table not, now. Not very, you know. not very fucking down, Steve, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of games there that, you know, I mean, we had the first game was sort of a, a baptism, baptism of fire for a lot of the boys against Saha. Yeah. Um, but I think we, we, we had a really good pre-season and I think that's what put us into this division. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was something like nine wins out of 11 um, pre-season. We had a ridiculously long pre-season as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I've come in, I've took over over Christmas um, due to various different reasons. Um, trying to change the squad around, get some good players in. Um, a few players have left, gone to other clubs within the league. Um, but yeah, I think we're, you know, it, it's it's a very good setup. It is the two people that, well, three people that run it, you know, are trying to do it the right way. Uh, they're learning as they're going along. But yeah, it, it's a good setup, and we're, we're going to do well. We're going to get, we're going to, we're going to go far. Hopefully, excellent. Uh, Rich over 
PSG. Uh, where you were involved with um, SE Spartans uh, last year, team really looked like your uh, it looked like your season was was on the up when when we got caught when the yeah, season mate. was called off uh, in March last year. Uh, really putting a run of form together that could have could have meant you having a successful season. Obviously, that was that was chopped off and and null and void and all that stuff. And you find mm. yourself now at PSG, a much fancied team who who have come up from. Uh, Division One last year. Um, how's it been going with PSG? Yeah, you know what? Like that, they, 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 they were getting there just before this latest lockdown. Um, really good preseason. Uh, we, we tested ourselves against some pretty tough oppo. Um, not like the big big boy names, but well established teams from yeah. other leagues. Yeah, um, did really well. Got some wins. Got some draws. I know preseason's preseason, but no. Nah. And started the uh, started the division. Prem and uh, I think uh, they kind of realised the adjustment between the Prem and Div One. Yeah, athleticism tends to be the adjustment, and, and you know, like the intelligence of the players when they're when they're leading a win, they know how to hold that win out. Yeah, um, and there was a bit of an adjustment period. Playing some really good football and getting really good compliments from the opposition, just couldn't get the results. And then just before this latest lockdown, started picking it up and. Uh, yeah, got a, got a little little run of, I say, results. I mean, draws and wins. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, we all know what happened. So, hopefully, I don't know what everyone's fitness is like. It's like that. Yeah. Either us or the oppo, but hopefully we can continue with that going into March, April. <clears throat> well, I mean, I mean, I know you, you weren't overall for the season. It wasn't fantastic. But the last few mm-hmm. games, you did put some yeah. some form together. Unfortunately, that doesn't really... that. That wasn't. That won't mean anything when no, we the momentum's going. But no one's got any momentum. No I mean, uh, so it's yeah, exactly. So it's a level. It's a level thing for everybody. So hopefully, goal was to just the goal was to just establish themselves as a prem team, really. Yeah. Um. So not necessarily. You know, there's some great teams in the prem. Uh, great teams in Division One and the prem. They could pretty much merge them two, in my opinion. Yeah, um. Yeah. But um. Except Rogers a lot. But uh, they uh, they. They just want to establish themselves as a Prem team. And then you can build from that. Exactly. exactly. While we're with Rich, Rich, I noticed that South East Spartans Twitter account has become active again. What's all this about? You're a div. Um, <laughs> look, listen, obviously Spartans going for you know four years or so. Um, to the lads, you know, it's different. It's like some of, some of the other, some of your teams are just put together from players that you've met or know, but that was like family, friends, um, lads that have played football with each other since Little League before then all through school Little League brothers older brothers younger brothers they've had the group going since uh, since like we when we folded um, and and Aaron, Aaron has the, he's had the Twitter account since we folded he ain't never stopped tweeting um, he's on a little G up at the moment just uh, he's just uh, tweeting and tagging players that are, apparently they get coming back together um, obviously enough, no official news as of yet mate I'm, I'm with PSG not yet. Not yet. That was the key bit there. Right? <laughs> yeah, listen, listen, I can't control. I, I can't. I can't stop them from forming. And uh, you know, it's a weird thought that there would be a Southeast Spartans without me. But at the same time, obviously, at the minute, I, you know, I started a season. I didn't have a club, and uh, Tom invited me to help him out at PSG. So I ain't gonna sit here like stand. That I want to get Spartans back and stuff. Um, it's not. You know, it's uh, the players. The players themselves are pretty adamant. Um, mm. But at the end of the day, obviously, it folded for a reason. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's just the thought, I, you know, I, I haven't gone too much into it with uh, with Aaron yet. And, he, you know, if, if if I had made any decisions, I wouldn't be saying it here and now anyway, because I'm straight to Tom. <laughs> but um, but no, I haven't uh, I haven't done anything official with that, mate. I'm PSG at the minute. OK, so we'll finish on on Rog. Uh, that's an unfortunate statement it's Shirley and Shirley. got Shirley as well got yeah Shirley. we're gonna we're gonna go to Alan before we go to Roger um Alan uh I know you've chatted a, a bit with me on the on the Twitter account so thank you very yeah. much for the interaction tell us a bit about AFC Shirley and how much better it is now Roger isn't involved <laughs> 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 well we've got money for once that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I've got no yeah shoes I mean <laughs> I mean, we've been going now for 11 years. I mean, our first season, we actually was under Croydon City because we wanted to join the league, but we was too late. And they had folded, so we took on their name. Um, 
and we and then the following season we became Shirley Rangers, and then over the years we've just changed to AFC Shirley. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's good, but we struggle every season. We struggle with players, um, but there's a lot of us that just want to go there every Sunday morning and play football. I mean, me personally, I commute from Littlehampton to Croydon every Sunday, so Jesus. I love it. Right. So, That's mental. Um, <laughs> it, it's. It's much better since Roger left. Oh, <laughs> I get that. I get that feeling. Oh, dear. Uh, I have that effect on people. <laughs> I mean, the Croydon... The Croydon <laughs> I mean, the Croydon League's great, and that's why I do do the commute. Uh, personally, um, I've got some other opinions on that, but I'll, I won't go into that. Um, regards to Shirley itself, yeah, we're all looking forward to the restart, so let's get going. Fantastic. Roger, Sahara. Yeah. We know we, we, we've heard a lot about your transition from Shirley yep. to Sahara 11. Um, yep. But just give the people that don't know uh, a brief history on, on you joining uh, Sahara. Yeah, so I mean, like Alan covered there, it's, we've always struggled for players with, at Shirley. Um, and, you know, we, we the, the decision was taken to begin with that we was going to call, call it a day. Um, I then had conversations with with uh, Locks at Saha, um, and then you know the the offer was sort of too good to turn down. Um, yeah. and I took that, and then you know Alan and and Stuart, the captain, full credit to them, um, kept Shirley going. Um, and I can't fault them for that. Um, you know they've been. I mean Alan's been there from the beginning. Um, I think Stuart joined probably a year or the same year as me, probably a year before me. So I can't fault them for doing that. Um, but like I said, the, the offer from Saha was just, do you know what I mean? It was it was an exciting project. <clears throat> um, the Saha name, I think, carries a bit of weight, um, can attract some some decent players, um, and they've got a lot of Arab money. So no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, they're good people, good people that run the club, um, good good group of lads. I've got a, I've got a good young young squad that's got potential to so I I'd say mix it with the with the Prem big boys. Okay. Um, I think we showed you in a couple of games that, that we've, we, we've got we've got some good players. So, yeah. Okay. So, your league, so the overall, the quarter municipal Sunday league, as I mentioned yep. in the introduction, this is to everybody. Um, as I mentioned in the introduction, it's a league that came to a lot of people's uh, mind after the, um, the Alberton and Bromley rep game, where mm-hmm. I think it was a draw in the end, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone, yeah. Everyone expect you to expected you to get uh, battered, and and you didn't. Um, tell us a bit about the quarter municipal and your thoughts, and and why you choose to play your football in that league. Anyone? Well, I can I can jump in if you want a bit. Um, personally, I've been involved probably about not eight years or something, player, and then into management. Yeah. Um, well, initially, what what I love about the quarter league is the is the I find uh, you build some kind of almost like families in this league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and I know mm. it's just I know it'll be the same everywhere, but um, but you know that's the beauty of grassroots football, I think, and that that element of it is really important. Yeah, it gives an opportunity. I, I first came back, Matt. I was about I was about I don't know six stone overweight. Hadn't played football for a long time. Mm. Joined a team, bottom division. Um, it was a club. It was it was actually Soul Souls FC. Don't know if you, any of you yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Liam and Val, proper quality people. People, you know, I know they've had some issues with, you know, with with uh, league reps in the past and stuff, but quality people. And they gave anyone a platform to play football. Didn't even like, there was no like trial or nothing. It was just come down, play if you enjoy it. There's a, there's a platform for you to play. Mm. Um, and uh, you know what? I, I actually loved it. And it was, uh, at the time, it was like, it was different to any football. I played Saturday football and stuff like that. It was a different, it was completely different. I hadn't even really played much park football, if I'm perfectly honest. Um, and from there, just kind of, I don't know, there's just something about it. And I think it's probably, it's the social media side of things where it's been a little bit behind. And that's probably where, where you stand about the recognition after the rep game. Um, yeah, we were, we've, we've been a little bit behind on social media and stuff. Yeah. It seems to be quite important in, um, I say important, it's, it's like desired in the modern modern day grassroots game. Yeah. From literally the entry level club all the way up, it, it seems to be like something that the players want because yeah. of the sort of world we're in. And uh, 
and that seems to dictate whether you're a good club or good league or not. Yeah, mm. a, there is that perception that if, if yeah. a club doesn't have a social media um, account, you sort of think to yourself, that's a, it's a bit strange. Right, think, eh? well, they, must be, they must be rubbish. Mm. Yeah, no, and I think that's where we've picked <clears> up the last couple of years since that rep game. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, the social media presence, obviously, like Roger doing stuff with you. Um, obviously, there's a few crossover, like some of the players now in the, you know, like some of the Spartans and Saha first team players. They're, they're like, they're, some of them are, are known kind of semi-pro, right, yeah. high-end amateur players, just known in, in the community. And I think that's yeah. helped boost the rep as well. Um, but yeah, no, it's, um, it, to be fair, it's, I think, in the club as well, we all like a lot of us get on. A lot of us are kind of yeah, like. I think I think we're we're I think where the league isn't as big as the OBDSFL and and Westfar. I think the intimacy of that helps us as 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 all clubs get along. I don't think there's any real bad blood between any no. teams. No, Everyone no. seems to get on well. You know, most players would know all the other players from the other team. You know names. The refs know most refs know players' names. Um, so I think that I think that's good about the currently. Like I said, the inter, the, like the small nature of it, the intimacy of it. Some players don't like it when ref, refs call other players by names. No. Think We've got refs that do running yeah. commentary Bad. during the games. <laughs> <laughs> the ref should never know your name. No way. Well, if he does, it probably means he's booked you a couple of times and he <laughs> recognises you. So, who is the sort of neighbouring league to Quirin? It's the Leverheden District, and uh, there's a few. Oh, I mean, you got. Leverage just kind of you've got Met League. Um, yeah, the Met League's coming up again. Yeah. So, uh, Bromley, again, Bromley's just up the road from us. So you were surrounded yeah. by, you've got a few leagues. At, uh, some yeah. good little, mate, this whole this whole part of the country has got some great amateur yeah. football. Yeah. Um, and again, I know, there, I know there are certain kind of pockets around England that have like, you've got some great ones up like Liverpool, Birmingham and stuff. But I'd say obviously in and around London, Surrey, Kent, um, there's some... There's yeah, we're blessed, aren't we? We're lucky. We're lucky. Yeah, we are. Uh, Alan, so you travel from Little Hampton to play in the Quarter Municipal. Um, is that the only place that you would you, that you would want to play your football? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I moved down to Little Hampton about three years ago. I've tried to retire every season since, but um, <laughs> I just I, I love the Quarter League. You know, um, when I first joined. 11 years ago it was run by a geezer I believe his name was Ben it was shockingly bad how the league was run and then um, John Catley come in and he done a great job um, with the Coyden League yeah um, I do think he's a he's a big miss that's no disrespect to anyone that's running the league now yeah um, and I, I personally couldn't couldn't go and play anywhere else so for me the Coyden League is number one you know, I know we're not as big on social media as Rich said and things like that. But, you know, I'm not too bothered about that. There's too much clout chasing out there, isn't there? There is 100%. a bit. Yeah. There is a bit. Yeah. And that's why I, I, I prefer this platform, Selk. I listen to quite a lot of your audios because you give all the leagues a chance, whereas I find other platforms, they're just interested in the big boys. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the market. You know, we, we market ourselves that, from the bottom division to the top division, we treat every team the same. And that's important to us because it's only Sunday league football. When I say it's only Sunday league football, there's no, there's a glass ceiling on it. So if you win the premier division of the quarter municipal, that's the, that's the peak of what that team, that team can win as a, as a league team, not talking about County cups, but if, if a, if a Sunday league team wins their prem division, then that's, that's the peak. There's no like going through the levels and all that like there is on a Sunday or oh, Saturday, sorry. Um, so every team or every player that plays Sunday league football should be celebrated. And you know, I mention him all the time, this bloke, Dave the Postman, who, who mm. I, this is my mythical character that I record the podcast for, because I think you've got your, you've got your at the Spartans, you've got your um, Sahars who, who are stacked with semi-professional players and they do a good job. Of marketing themselves and you see teams Sanders did trying to get involved in, in the YouTube staff and Woodside and all these teams having a go but not every team puts wants to put yeah. that much energy yeah. and time into marketing their club so the, the Silk podcast has to do that for them and, and that's important mm. because every team deserves a shout whether, they, whether they've got money whether they've got cameras whether they've got this that and the other we're here to shout out for all the teams and that's important and that's why I felt like um, getting the Quarter Municipal League involved after seeing the rep 
the rep game. I felt the league deserved um, us to get involved and, and I'm, I'm more than happy uh, that we've made that decision because it's a fantastic league with really good people, it turns out. Yeah. And even Russ from Sanderstead, you know, he's a real... <laughs> I, think he's, <laughs> I think he's a good guy. And never heard of it, mate, never heard of it. <laughs> I think he's a good bloke and, you know, he's a big fan and a big supporter of the podcast and we used to text all the time when, when football was was on. He's heavily involved in it. So um, I just think there's some real good characters that have, that have come out no, of the Quota uh, Municipal yeah. and I'm, I'm full of praise for the league. People like Michelle, Roger, all the um, all of the committee seem excellent. So fair play to to all of the, the Croydon uh, league. Um, Stephen from Chelsham, um, has the quality of the league of the football in the league um, continue to to uh, improve or is it is it stagnant or is it going backwards? Well, what, what's your thoughts on it? Well, I mean, I first played in the league uh, for AFC Fortin and then I went from AFC Fortin onto other teams in the league. And over the years, it's got better. Obviously, the more and more we push for social media, the better quality players we're going to get. Yeah, you know, the more that they see, oh, the Croydon League, the Croydon League, the Croydon League, class all over social media. Yeah. As much as people don't like it, you're going to attract the better players. Yeah. Because that's what they want. The bigger players want to be plastered over social media. This is their Saturday football. Yeah. So they want to see that. So the quality of, of football and the standard of football is getting better. Um, obviously, the more and more we push, as I said, the better it's going to be. And it's the same as us. We're trying, you know, every club is trying to get that, that foot in on, on social media, trying to be like the, the next best thing. You know, obviously, you look at SE Dons, what they do on social media, they're all yeah. over it. They're everywhere. You yeah. know, and look what the players they attract. And same with other various uh, teams around the league. So, yeah, I definitely said the quality is definitely getting better. From when I first started playing, it's definitely getting a lot better than what it was, 100%. There's more retired, teams now. Yeah. yeah, I think there's more teams competing. I mean, you look at the Prem, you look at Division 1, you've got a lot more teams now competing. You've got, instead of just That's one true. or two teams pushing, you've got about three, two, three, four teams in each league pushing for, yeah. for the title, you know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. There's, there's I a bunch of teams. I'd agree to an extent. I mean, and no disrespect to any other teams in the Prem. I say at the moment, Saha and Spartans have raised the bar in the Prem. Um, and, and at the moment, I don't think, I can't see any of the other teams getting anywhere close to them. Um, I agree, I, but I then, mean, that, but that then you've change. got the same, you've got the same in, sorry, Rod, you've got the same in the Alberton and Bromley senior where no one will get near um, Essie Dons or, or Lambeth. They're all, spe- they're all special sort of case clubs where you look at the amount of quality, mm. like, high-level semi-professional players as well, not just uh, step five or step six players. They seem to be throughout throughout every division at that yeah. level. But you look at the sort of Bostic or Isthmian League or higher players that are playing yeah. for those teams, it's, it's silly. And they are, they are not silly as in it shouldn't happen, but silly that they've got that much, yeah. that much talent you know what? in those clubs. Sunday League mm-hmm. is a different beast to Saturday football, though. Yeah. Um, what I will say is, obviously, I, like, in previous years, different clubs, I've, I've played all of those teams with those players mm. and beaten them all with pure Sunday league grit. Yeah. Which um, means he kicks them. Nah, well, yeah. <laughs> some, of my, some of my previous players definitely Basically. kicked them. Um, but, yeah, but like, you know, when you're playing these, like, it's all when a good, like, now they're getting better pitches and stuff like that. Like, obviously, yeah. Saha moved over to Crystal Palace. Look, I ain't going to lie. I'm not saying if, we, if I played them there in the past, we would have taken the victory. But when we've had to, when they've had to come and play us at like Duffer Seal Park, and they're playing against lads that have literally just played solid park football and mm. got got good at it, adapted yeah. adapted to the adapted to the like terrain and stuff like that. You can yep. get, you can you can you can give these lads a good game. Oh, yeah, I, I think throughout the divisions as well, though. I think um, apart from the Prem, Division One, Two, and Three, there's there is a good. I mean, the Division One, I, I think there's five, probably six clubs that are still within a shout of winning it. Division two, you can probably say three or four teams that will that will fancy their chances and go into division one, uh, division three as well. Yeah. You say there's probably two or three, maybe four teams that would say, yeah, we can win this. Um, so no I think boys is there. They're all they're all. Everyone's doing quite good. Like there's no there's no teams that are probably no. like struggling, is there in any division? No. No, mm. that's what I'm saying. I think no, that's that's good. I'm saying, I mean, apart from the Prem, where you've got the two teams that have that have, that have run clear, but the other divisions are sort of quite evenly matched. Yeah. Um, and I think the quality, I mean, personally, because I'm Division 1, I'd say Division 1 is is the toughest league, it's the toughest it's ever been, mm. and the, probably the toughest division um, to play in. 
Um, but like I said, going right through the divisions now, there's there's good good players, good quality of players. Yeah, man. Um, um, so that, I mean, that's, that's that's good for the that's good for for the Croydon League as a whole. Agreed. Emma's um, just before we move on to the next uh, the next question. In your opinion, what is the best thing about the Croydon Municipal? Um, I think there are some good people uh, involved within all of the clubs, really. Um, the committee, like you said, um, I've sort of been involved as a ref and now as a player. Um, and like you said, you won't always agree with people at certain teams, but there is some good hard work that goes on yeah. just to get your team out playing every Sunday. And then the organisation behind the scenes, as much as we give Russell some stick to sort of do the fixtures as well. And then Michelle working. Uh, Roger as well so um, you know that work doesn't go unnoticed and what we all just sort of like going out there and, and playing and like the boys are saying it's, it's competitive most of the leagues now um, being a ref I've, I've uh, you sort of have matches in it in all the other leagues and it is very very competitive yes there are a couple of teams in each division which may be a bit stronger um, but like Rich says on on your day you can beat them in the conditions that you're playing, like Duppers Hill, I know it's a bit of a slope uh, to beautiful, the pitch. Um, but you know, mm-hmm. it suits some teams, and it might not suit the um, the big mm-hmm. boys that play on the uh, nice carpet pitches. Really, absolutely. Have you have you found the, the transition from ref to foot, uh, to uh, being involved in a club, or have you always been had sort of one hand in uh, club level? Um, I have on uh, mainly on a sort of a Saturday league, but it's yeah. nice to sort of be involved Sunday football. Um, and you know, if 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 we if some of the players were good, they would be at higher levels. But we want to be involved in Sunday football. We enjoy playing, and that's what we we, we like doing. So it, it's nice to sort of um, be on the other end of the spectrum in terms of playing. Um, I will now and again sort of go out and do games and help the league out where I can. Um, because we we want each game to be covered. We don't want to sort of be doing it as a club team, um, sort of grabbing someone to referee. Um, but yeah, so Roger, Russell, or Roger will put you on a game against your your title rivals, and you'll uh, you'll help them lose. <laughs> I suppose. <will> you? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, fantastic. Right, the restart. This is a question that I've only been able to put back into uh, this interview. Um, series recently um, I thought it was all over and I, I know most of us or all of us here probably thought the same until we got that news recently that we'll be restarting um, let's run through um, the leagues and then we'll have some questions so um, for the Prem let's make some predictions so Rich this will be up to this will be up to you um, today uh, at the minute we've got Saha Spartans Batsy Ironside Sandersted Croydon, Croydon JFC, Santos, PSG, and Bosjam uh, in the in the order it looks a bit like Saha. have got a, a, getting a bit of a breathing space between themselves and Spartans. Spartans with a game in hand. What's your prediction for the winners and the teams finish bottom in that division, Rich? Well, well I, I always said I know, like you're saying, Saha were kind of Saha were getting a little little run on, but I, I always put that league down to. Basically, what happened in them two games? Yeah, um, I, I still think that the league is going to be decided by whoever whoever gets the points off the other team. Yeah, I, I, I know um, Spartans. I think they who did they, they did they got a draw? Did they someone nick a draw against Spartans? I can't remember. It's Santos. Yeah, I, I think it was Santos. Yeah, um, I've uh, yeah, one all. It was one all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't played Saha. Uh, PSG haven't played Saha this season. But we, uh, we, I did see them a couple of times in preseason, you know, scouting and all that. And uh, they, 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 they've added grit to their team this year, which I think's been the difference. They were, they had some great technical players last year, but you could, like you said, all jokes aside, you could give them a little, little tackle here and there, and they didn't like it and they bottled it. But this year, they've added some proper grit to their team. They're really impressive. I, I can't, I couldn't call it Saha or Spartans. Whoever takes the points. Rich, you're on the big you're on the big show tonight. I need you to give me your top and bottom. Come on, put your neck top on the bottom. line. All right, top and bottom. All right, Sitting on the fence there, Rich. He's got no splinters what? in his bum already. Look. <laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be controversial. I'm gonna say Spartans to win. Right. And bottom, I'm gonna say I think Sandersted. 
<laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm joking, I have to say that. No, I think but, um, for some reason, um, I don't know what it is, San- Santos, Santos have been struggling mm-hmm. this year. Maybe it's just that. They beat, yeah. they, beat, they beat my old team in the Surrey Cup semi-final last year and I think they just got the wind taken out of them by the lot. Like, they, were, they were flying last year, top of the league and Surrey Cup final. Um, yeah. I don't know what's happened this year. Um, they're looking they're looking for Bosch, Bosch Jam. I'm saying Bosch Jam. Bosch Jam. <clears throat> Bosch Jam already bottom of the league. They've got two yeah. games in hand on Santos. Um, yeah, I know, but Santos are too smart, I think, to, to end up bottom. They've got some, they got some smart... They've they, they got a really good setup there. Um, yeah. Really like their, their management team are you know they're they're experienced and yeah. their players are experienced. I always said with Santos, if they got ahead, if they won nil up, that was so hard to break down yeah. as a team. And I think they've got just enough experience in that to see them over the line. I don't think they'll come bottom. I think Boss Boss Jam this year has struggled. Right, Spartans and Boss Jam for Rich. Right into Division One. Uh, a couple of you boys uh, are are here, so we can battle this one out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsham top at the minute with 12 from six. Uh, Lambeth Lions second with 11 from six. Selsden Town, 10 from four. Uh, Sahar 11, 10 from five. Uh, Cobbs, Woodside, uh, FC Centurions, Addiscombe Casuals and Southside Blues. You're right. This is a superb division. Just looking at that top four. Um, that's, oh. a real, that's a real good battle. That is going to be uh, close with those games in hand. That's going to be really, yeah. really interesting. The thing with this league, all the all the top teams have still got to play each other. Cobbs, yeah. Cobbs are a decent side as well, aren't they? Mm. Uh, yeah, on their day they can be. On their day they can be absolutely shocking. Just depends on what Cobbs, what team they put out. Yeah, you can never write Cobbs off. Like I said, I mean, right. the, early on in the season they played Lambeth Lions and I'm putting dissected them, and I think I think it was like six. Was it it's eight six? If they got Ibra. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> if they got Uber, it's a game changer. Yeah, you yeah. back up and go home. <laughs> um, we played them, but we got awarded the win because they brought a player on. Um, he, he turned up halfway through the second half. They decided to put just bring him on to put him on a team sheet. So he managed to get the win the win for that without even actually winning the game. Did you pass them up, Stephen? <laughs> I didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't manage it. Then I was just a player. Stitches get stitches, player. mate. <laughs> so, Stephen, give us your give us your predictions for uh, Div One. Maybe top two and the bottom team for this. I one. think top three. I think from the players I know that I've got coming in, I think it will be between us, Saha and Lambeth Lions. I think personally, you think Selston will drop out? I'm not. Listen, I'm not From seeing what them. I've seen them. Really. They're a fantastic. They're a really yeah. good side. They've got a bit of everything. They have cells. I really, really like. Plus, them. Matty B's going to start playing. They lost, they lost Tony. They lost him up front. You know, that's a big player for them. Yeah, he left. Let's see. There's a few players there with some contacts in uh, in decent uh, Saturday football. I think. There <laughs> Don't is. worry about that. That's fine. It's Sunday football. We're worried about. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what's your predictions, mate? Um, well, but I think. Going down, see, the thing is, we've played Centurions and I know, you know, they seem to be struggling a little bit at the moment. Um, they don't seem like the same team they were last season at all. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the table now, Addiscombe and Southside Blues, you know, Addiscombe, they've only played three games, though. They've got yeah. one win, one loss, one draw. So you can't really, you can't really say where they're going to finish. So I put it out of Centurions or Southside, really, and possibly Centurions. Because when we played them, you know, they didn't seem to offer offer that much of a threat, really. Yeah. It's a bit of a walkover, really. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to put Centurions as going down. Okay. Uh, Rog, your predictions? <sighs> I can't look past... I mean, I've not played them yet. Um, I can't look past Selsden for, for winning the league. Um, I think they've only lost one game all season. That was to Battersea um, away, which That's- is never... You know, um, they've got they've got good quality players all over the pitch. Yeah, uh, I mean as I much. Them. As I liked them a lot, Selsden. I saw them play against yeah. a decent uh, I mean, Duchess of Kent. Andrew, go on, mate. Did you say you you ref them against the Duchess of Kent? Did you? I re- I ref them in a Westford Plumsey Cup game against Duchess of Kent. Who Duchess yeah. of Kent are a decent solid side, and it was um, I think it was four two or something like that. And I was really impressed with Selsden. I thought they were a real good side. Good thing yeah. they, you know, we've had two of our players go over to them. Uh, have you? So yeah, you'll be booting them. You'll be kicking <laughs> them when you play each other. Yeah, I can't see past them for finishing top. Okay. Um, second, 
Oh, I'm going to have to, I don't know. A second is, it's, it's going to be down to the games where, where teams play yeah. each other. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be, it's going to be close, very close. It's going to uh, it's, it's, a tough, it's a tough league this year. Very it, tough. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, man. I should probably believe that. I said, I've, I mean, I'm probably going to have double headers along the way. So, I mean, mm. depending on that. Bottom, the bottom two are going to be Southside Blues and Centurions from what I've seen. And I think Centurions will probably finish bottom just because I don't think they're as good as Southside. As, as good they as shouldn't Southside. have been in, they shouldn't have been in Div 1. No, they shouldn't fair. have. And that, that was unfair on them to be boot, moved up mm. two, two divisions. Um, so they're probably a bit out of their depth. Um I think they've given us. I think I think they've given a, had a couple of good games, but really they are in the wrong division. So, yeah, I think they'll finish bottom. Okay, yeah, I agree. Uh, Div two, uh, Shirley, you're in there. Uh, we've got the table at the moment is Sunstead reserves looking comfortable at the top. Five wins from five. Uh, Addiscombe Casuals MMFC second, KFC third, Shirley fourth. Gold coaching, fifth. Addiscombe Corinthians, sixth. Seoul, seventh. Huxley Guards, eight. And South London Royals holding up the table. Alan, what are your what are your thoughts for the rest of the season, and, and how do you see uh, that one ending up? Well, at, at the moment, looking at the form and the table pre-lockdown, um, you'd be wrong to write off Sunstead reserves. Yeah. Um, but me personally. I'm going to back ourselves to win that league. Have I to, think, have to. yeah, I think nice. um, we've got a lot of quality players, players that shouldn't be playing in our division, um, but they want to play with their mates. Um, they can quite easily cut it in the prem. Um, we've only played four league games. So know, we've lost our second league game to KFC, yeah. which was bitterly disappointing. But yeah, it wasn't that Ro- wasn't Ro- finger licking good, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Roger, I tell Polis. you, we, all, we always lose our second game of the season. Always. Yeah. Guaranteed. doesn't matter who we're playing. Every year we yeah. lose the second game of the season. Um, yeah. I will back ourselves to win it. I think we've got Sunset to play twice. I think we'll beat them twice. Okay. And the same with Radisson. Who do you think will be bottom, Alan? I'm going to go with um, South London Royals. Yeah. They've struggled, yeah. haven't they? they seem to I think they've struggled. Um, mm. I think it'd be between them and possibly Souls. Um, yeah, but I think South London Worlds will finish bottom, unfortunately. They're yeah, a good yeah. team. They're a good bunch of lads. Yeah, great lads, that. great yeah. lads, South London Worlds. Yeah, definitely. When John mm. stepped in for uh, Roger, did you think that was he was a better he was better than Roger, gents? Oh, mate, all day long. <laughs> definitely. I'm surprised you've found with Roger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did a mic check as well, didn't he? Yeah, you have right, to, yeah. to respect him for that. I love John. He's a quality guy. Yeah, he was a he's really, a, he's really a character, guy. John. He's yeah, a good guy. So that's your prediction for Div 2, Div 3. We've got Dynamo Duppers there. Let's run through the table quickly. Uh, FC 25 sit top with 12, games from, uh, 12 points from six. Uh, Duppers are um, second, 10 points from five. South Sea Wanderers, the Sharks, Sharks have deployed in the Sharks. school. Sharks. Nine points nine from three. Uh, South London Royals reserves. Uh, Sinusid thirds. Much fancied Sinusid reserves at the beginning of the season. Amari uh, was pretty uh, was pretty pr- uh, full of praise for those boys. Uh, so Park Rangers, Addington United, uh, Woodcote Green and Barrier not putting up much of a defence, are they, this season? I think they've pulled out now, Barrier, I think. Yeah, there's nothing on there. No games. Yeah, I think they did. I think they pulled out. Barrier are gone. So, boys... uh, Emrys, what do you think? What do you, are you are you backing your boys for? Um, a title? It, it it will all depend on the game versus the Sharks, really. Um, South Sea, yeah. and we played them in the cup. Um, How sharks are they, Emrys? Uh, very good side, very organised. Uh, we shouldn't have lost three 0 um, but that's what happens when people and teams take their chances. They took their chances, we didn't, and um, they deserve to win the game. So. What category, um, was, what category of shark would, are they? A great white or just a sort of nursing, <laughs> a small nursing shark? <laughs> it, uh, they're a very good side. Um, probably the great white. Um, I think they can sort of compete definitely in Div 1, I think. 
um, very good side, very organised, and um, they will probably win the league. But it will all depend. You've got to back yourselves, but um, hope we'll 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 be happy with seconds. But we'll definitely want to win. But we'll all depend on that game against them, really. What, think, positions, uh, what positions do the committee look at to promote teams? Is it top three or top two in the quarter municipal? I think it varies. It varies depending on who comes in. Yeah. Um, like what standard of teams coming in, what grading games they have and stuff. I think um, this year was a bit different because because obviously their way last season ended. Yeah. Plus the way this season kind of started with no one. there was It was up in the air, really. So yeah. I think. That's maybe where some of the mis- I don't I don't even mean mistakes, but where some of the teams have kind of slipped under the radar and ended up in divisions maybe they shouldn't be in. Yeah, that's um, fair yeah. enough. If there were spaces in divisions and new teams coming, exactly. In, yeah, I, yeah. I think I think it was hard to because South Sea. When did they join? South Sea were like last. They, they, they started last, 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 last minute. Yeah, they, they knew what they were doing. Minute. They knew what they were doing. They're not right? bad side I, at all. They didn't get in the cup. <laughs> They're not bad side at all. They're really I don't even not think they made yeah. it to our um, very first review show, did they? They they came in after that, Rog. Didn't yeah, after the season yeah. started, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't remember seeing them for that. Yeah. So it was my understanding that they said they'd never played. A level of side together before. Ah, oh, they're bullshitters. Yeah, listen. There was a couple of players. <laughs> there was a couple of players that some of the PSG lads knew, and that when when they were trying to fill certain positions, they were like, "Oh, I'm going to get so and so in." When they spoke to them, they're like, "No, sorry, I signed for this other team, South Sea." So that some of these are like some of these are like rated <laughs> by Prem players. You know, ah, okay. Their skipper's very good. Very good. He's he's very good player. Their skipper. Cool. Well, if you know, let's hope. Um, this hope is a battle and they don't run away with it. Let's hope there's some competition in that division. Take them to Duppus, Emrys, mate. Take them to yeah. <laughs> uh, who's going to finish bottom? If Barrier have gone, uh, Emrys, are you looking between Addington and Woodcote Green as the bottom boys? Uh, yes, we haven't, we haven't played Addington yet. Um, but sort of judging by some of their results, it'll be a close shape between them and Woodcote. Um, but sort of having reft Woodcote, I'd, I'd go with um, Addington to finish bottom, unfortunately, boys. Sorry okay. if you're listening. They are... Um, they've let 20 goals in uh, this season in five games. Strangely enough, Sarnas said thirds have, have got the worst goals against Column uh, in the division with 21. Didn't they get absolutely tonked one week by... By South Sea, uh, yeah. 10-2, yeah. yeah. They got Amari's got to stop playing himself. <laughs> 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 Listen, by the sounds of that injury, he had just the fact that he can kick, he's oh, kicking God. a ball again. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. fair play to him. No, yeah. no, all jokes. I like, I like Amari, but he has got to stop putting all the goals down on me too, as is. <laughs> Lots of people do that, right? So, um into the next section was a little bit more serious. Obviously, this question is more um, is different now than than it would have been a month ago with the with the restart here. Um, but how how have you boys sort of ensured that the the the, the group chats and all that have, has continued to be positive and lively when it when it maybe looked like there wasn't any football? How have you ensured your players are sort of getting through this? Okay, how have you done it at Chelsea, Stephen? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've tried to get them on the Damien Scandal workouts as much as I can, yeah. just to try to keep them ticking over. You know, none of us have turned around and said, oh, there's going to be no football. We've all kind of kept an open mind. Um, and a lot of the boys are young, so they're, they're still, you know, they want to play. Um, so, I mean, we had a bit, of a, ter- a bit of a problem at Christmas when I took over. And as I said, we got rid of some players um, because they were causing a bit of a bit of problem in the club and whatnot. Um but other than that, I mean, morale's been really good. I mean, no one wants to be locked down. No one wants to not play football. Everyone wants to get out there and kick a ball and everyone's yeah. chomping at the bit just to get out there now. And as soon as it got announced that we can start playing, that was it. You know, the chat was flowing. Everyone's happy. So, you know, it's just getting out there now. That's what it's about, just getting out there and keeping everyone happy and getting the ball at everyone's feet, literally. Because I think it's just killing everyone just being stuck indoors with no football. Not everyone can stay indoors. I'm hearing of local parks around here full with people training. I don't know what your thoughts are about it, but it winds me, it winds, it winds me up massively. Yeah, it does me too. Uh, yeah. we're, everyone's risking out everyone else's chances of, of getting back and, and playing football again. And I hope that people have a bit of bit of sense about them to stop and just let, A, leave the pitches, let them rest for as long as we possibly can 
uh, and B, don't risk all this shit kicking off again and, and us not getting to kick a ball. Rich, yeah. what, what's it, what have you done at PSG to keep the boys engaged and interested in the club? Oh, you know what, Tom, first of all, it didn't, it didn't work this, but it was a good idea. Tom, uh, Tom, Tom partnered, Tom's the manager of PSG. He, uh, he partnered them all, them all up and basically set them to like challenge each other on like individual run times and stuff yeah. like that. That never happened. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I must admit, the, um, I think a lot of, again, a lot of them know each other socially and stuff anyway. So it hasn't, they, they, they kind of talk in their own environment. The PSG football group chat doesn't pop off that much except around match days. Yeah. Compared to compared to other group chats I've been in at other clubs, which are just mute. You have to mute them or you ain't doing nothing. Um so yeah, I don't think it's been uh I don't think it's been too bad. Like I said, they all kind of catch up socially, they all know each other, they're like you know, friends and brothers and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, but Tom, and I think Tom has in like now we're obviously on the up again. He's like individually he's quite con- conscientious of like people and stuff. So I think he has popped the messages along the way to make sure how everyone's doing. I think yeah. um I think there has been some COVID effect uh friends and family of some of the actual players. There's yeah. there's been some there's been some COVID related uh, deaths and stuff like that oh, from like, yeah pl- like family of players. Um so we've always taken it you know quite seriously. Yeah. Um and uh yeah just like I say Tom will always pop them a message, see how they're doing, see how they're getting on make sure they're okay he's 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 very good like that he, even covid aside he's, he's really good like that and we've got someone has got their teddy too loud i think it's watch uh emrys so with a with a title uh with a title challenge on your hands uh obviously it was um it was decent for you boys for the, uh, the season what what are you going to make any changes uh for the restart or, or is it more of the same um, it's, I think, more of the same, really. Um, it will just be lovely to get back out. I think it's been stop-start. So we're looking forward to that. We're looking forward to socialising when we can after the games in, in the pubs, really. Do you think um, that's the important bit, lads? Do you think it's all the um, getting together with people? The football yeah. is good and you enjoy <laughs> it, but it's all the, the sense spending the same amount of time having a drink or whatever with your pals after the game. Yeah, it's, definitely. That's as good, isn't it? It's something we've really missed, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Sorry, Emrys, I didn't mean to... No, no worries. Um, so, I can't remember where I was. Um, so, again, I think it's for us to carry on in the same, same manner. Yeah. Um, again, with uh, like Rich, um, our group chat has been predominantly quite quiet and there will be stuff that me and Noel, who's the other manager, uh, we're sort of co-managers, and we'll, we'll, we'll touch on, on things individually with a few um, people. Yeah. Um, but again, when... The good thing is that there's some light at the end of the tunnel and with a start date, some fixtures now, and it's just sort of going out there and um, touch wood. There's nothing um, that can sort of stop us playing football now, really. Um, So it is frustrating when you do see other people in in parks or other teams sort of training and that because it's sort of affecting us all getting out there. And health is the most important thing, but we can help along the way and we can get get that and sort of the mental health of, of, of some of the boys will 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 um, improve massively from going out and, and socialising and playing football. Absolutely. Alan, will that first drive from Littlehampton up to uh, Croydon be the sweetest drive you've driven in, in a long time when we do it get It will feel restart? like Christmas Day, mate. It will feel like <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Day. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, well, like everyone else, really, our group chat's been dead, to be honest, since lockdown. Um yeah. I mean, I've spoken to some of the players in, like separately and things like that. Um, we put a message out there that the league's looking to restart 4th of April. Got a few messages back. Everyone's buzzing to get back playing. But while we've been in lockdown, it's been quite quiet. So, yeah. uh, I mean, we've got... Yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of brothers. I think we've got five sets of brothers in our team and loads of cousins. Like, they're all related somehow. Well, not inbred, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be the FC, mate. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they, they all socialise and, like, speaking with each other still. So, it's not as if we, we've lost any sort of connection there. But cool. it's, it's just about getting back out there on a Sunday morning now and playing football. Wicked. Roger, how supportive are Saha? It seems like a, a family uh, club. Um, how supportive has, has Saha been to both teams um, through this time? 
Yeah, very supportive. Um, you know, Locks, the guy in charge who who runs the whole cl- whole club, is is quite often messaging to find out how we are. We got you know not just team group chats. We've also got managers um, group chats. So by myself, Yusuf, the first team manager, and our assistants um, are in there. Um, so there's constant communica- communication on that. Um, again, like the other guys have said, the team group chat has been um, a bit quiet. Um, you know, we, we chat occasionally with the there's messages on there, but on a whole, it's quite, it's, it's a bit like PSG. We're quite, Mark, this group chat is probably the quietest I've, I've known a football team's group chat. Um, apart from sort of match days um, um, and, and so probably like the Fridays, a bit, it's a bit, a bit noisy. Um, rest of the time, it's very quiet. Um, but yeah, communicate. I mean, I, I said I've once the, the restart was announced. Um, I, I, I rung around to most of the players. I've got one or two probably that that are probably thinking of not coming back. Um, I'm not too sure of the, of the of the reasons of that. I think one of them has sort of decided Sunday football is not for him and um, just wants is in, probably enjoying his Sundays off. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, there's 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 a there's a there's an eagerness to get back playing now. I sense um, the boys are looking forward to the challenge mm-hmm. um, of the games that are coming. They're going to come thick and fast, and and they're looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, just yeah, looking like Anna said, I just can't wait to get out of there. It's going to be like Christmas Day all over again. Exactly. Just a bit, just out of interest, have any of your players sort of said they don't feel safe coming back and playing at the moment, or is everyone yeah. everyone up for it? Yes, some. I mean, I think some have felt a bit uneasy. Like you know the way they've done it. Like where I get it, it's an outdoor sport and all, and we obviously all want football back and stuff. But you know how they've kind of like football's allowed before certain other things yeah. are allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think I think that's bugged a few of them. Um, and I think um, where a lot of them have been on furlough as well. Um, a lot of them have been on furlough, so. Mm. I feel like there might be times when it's a struggle to get the f- the full kind of squad buzz going because yeah. people are going to, as much as everyone loves football, there are other aspects of people's lives that we've all missed out on, as everyone knows. And yeah. I think like the time, like the timing of it is going to be a bit hard for some people to digest. Mm. But, mm. Um, but look, you know what it's like once that first get f- fixtures there rolling up, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure everyone will get over that. But I'm worried that some people are going to start where we had one guy, who at the last lockdown, he was on furlough from his normal job. So he had to work like Saturdays and Sundays to make up the 20%. Yeah. You know, because it was only 80%. So I think there'll be some scenarios like that. But until I reckon probably middle of March, we'll probably have a bit of a better idea. Yeah. Okay. So the future, what does it look like for your, for your clubs? Let's assume that you all achieve your goals of, of promotion. Um, how does the future look for each of your clubs? Stephen, Chelsea, obviously, you're looking to go all the way through the leagues, but I don't want to put, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Uh, what's your sort of hopes for Chelsea over the next couple of years, next two, three years? I mean, it's a new team, isn't it? I mean, when you start a new team, you've got all these amazing ideas of what you want to do, where you want to be in five years' time. But, you know, you've got to take it step by step. Yeah. I think the ultimate goal for the club itself is to move over to Saturday football eventually. Okay. That's that's the rhetoric I've got from, from the people that run it. Whether or not that happens, I'm not sure. For me personally, um, I'm more keen on pushing to get the youth football put in and build that up first and then move on to Saturdays because I think if you have the youth set up, and then it, it's a lot easier. You know, you've got the younger players coming through. You, you know, it, it just becomes more 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 desirable for people, you know, if you've got a, if you've got a youth set up as well, yeah. ready yeah. and established. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just to, just to, to try and establish ourselves really, a new team, just to, to hopefully win the league or make a name for ourselves, even if we don't win it, as long as we're, we're there or thereabouts, we're trying to challenge for the league yeah. and establishing yeah. ourselves to push on. Good vision. Roger, what's it looking like for Sahar 11? Are you good guys on the first team job or is it um, happy where you are? <laughs> no chance. <laughs> no, I think what I've got going now is, is, a, is a good thing. There's, there's a, a good core of young players that are, that are hungry to impress. I mean, I don't know. They've probably got their sights set on the first team, but at the moment, they're my players. Um, I think we showed in our game against um, Spartans that that we can, if if you know, we are ready to step up 
um, to that level. Whether I mean, whether we can do it week in and week out every Sunday, that's another question. Um, but I think the goal for the for for the elevens is to um, get promotion and then sort of become an established prem side um, and go from there. How does that with with the quarter municipal allow you to be in the same division as the no. first team? I, I, no. I, no, I don't. I'm not too sure how it would no. work. Straight up knows the answer. It's happened loads of times, and it, it can't happen. Oh, so, I, 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 they have to separate. They, I was, they, I was. Locks told me that I had this conversation before this when the Levens joined, and and it was, it was agreed they could. But uh, that's, I mean, I don't know what the first team plans are. I know Locks has got a lot of ideas of what he wants to do with the club. Um, um, he's always thinking that way of how can I improve this? What can we do to get better? Um, so he, I mean, he's, he's got a good business mind. Um, but yeah, my, my goal would be to to manage, take a team to the prem, establish ourselves, and and then move on. I mean, okay. if we can't go in, 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 if we couldn't go in into the prem with this team, then I mean that would be have to be a decision that, that's taken out of my hands. Um, obviously, that's taken in by the club and lots. Whether he would separate the two teams into two separate leagues um, to get a, you could get a wider reach, I suppose that way. Um, you could then share players as well. I mean, that that'd be up to him. Okay, sounds like something's a plan is underway at Saha. Yeah, he was dancing he around, not saying that, would he? <laughs> anyway, the thing is, Roger's notorious for flopping at the back end of the season. Anyway, like Brendan Rogers, mate. He used to take Shirley to they were top of the league, top of the league, top of the league. Last five games, he would he would he would he would fizzle out like Brendan. Mate, I'll be glad he does that. I'll be glad it'll help me. It was the plan, wasn't it? We never wanted to get promoted. <laughs> so, Alan, I don't, I'm not sure um, if you've got a an, an older team, so to speak, or if you've got mixed. Uh, mixed age in your team, but how how is the sort of life of Shirley looking over the next the next few seasons? I'll be honest, Andrew. I'm not going to sit here and say we're going to be around for years. Um, if we stay around next season, that'd be pleasing. You know, every season it's it's a struggle to get new players yeah. or committed players. You know, I mean, this year we've got I think about 23 players signed up. I'm struggling for 11 players every Sunday, so. Yes. It's, it's one of them things. There's only so much. I mean, everyone knows who runs a team. It's a lot of time, a lot of effort. You miss out on things like, you know, Sunday mornings, your kids and stuff like that. It's it's how much you want to carry on, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's why Roger, I mean, speaking to Roger last season before he went to Saha, you know, that's why we decided to go for a merge. All right, Roger ended up going and the rest of us ended up staying, but <laughs> to get rid of him. <laughs> no, Roger's always welcome back. He knows that. But um, you know, I'll I'll be I'll be just happy if we manage to get a squad together for next season. Okay. One year at a time is, is as good a plan as any, and, and there's yep. nothing wrong with that at all. Uh Rich at uh PSG, the future. Sounds like you're off. You've got some something you want to say, just like Roger. Tried to avoid a minute ago, uh, but what, what are your what's the plans for PSG as a club uh, next uh, season? <laughs> what are you laughing at, Rog? PS, uh, <laughs> PSG, like I say, I think the plan was this year for them to establish themselves as a prem side. Yeah, they've got some proper technical football players there, and considering a lot of them haven't ever been coached or anything, a lot of these are like cage football players and stuff. You know, like just yeah. as as kids, like playing in the courts and stuff and and I mean some of them if they ever got if coaches ever got hold of them at a young age they'd be honestly unreal now uh, but they've stuck together as a group of mates and stuff and now I think this year is the first year where some external players have been added to the mix um, so there's that little kind of adjustment period uh, but they've got the potential to be really good they're not I think average age is probably mid-20 mid-25 to 27 okay I'd say, and they're all they're, they're all seem to be like really committed to the club. Tom is of like he's a lovely guy, yeah, and yeah. Uh, he's the got most. the respect of all the players, um, and and people who meet him from outside the club as well. Nobody has a bad word to say against him. No. Um, so I can't see any reason why PSG won't be going for 
you know, depending on what Tom's plans are, you know, in his his life outside of football, I can't see any reason why it won't won't what, they won't be able to establish themselves as a prem side and uh, just keep building from there. Really, fantastic, uh, Emrys. Uh, what's it? What's it looking like for the Dappers going forward? Um, as a new team, um, I think as as Stephen sort of said and alluded to, it's just a bit of stability, I think, um, and then sort of push on. Of we haven't struggled this season yet for for players, so we're regularly getting your three subs, your five subs, and that, uh, which is nice. a good sign, I think, yeah. for a new team. Um, so um, just continue that and hopefully just rise through the divisions where we can. Fantastic. Um, some people listening will be so envious of getting three and five subs uh, <laughs> on a regular basis. Um, that's the golden, that's the golden egg, really, isn't it? To have that, to have that regular core of, of players sometimes doesn't need to be the best players, no. but to have those regular yeah. amounts to be able to change things up um, is really important. And I hope every team can manage to to get that because it, it really is uh, massive. Uh, listen, boys, thank you very much for your time tonight. Um, as I say, my respect for uh, the Quota Municipal has grown massively over the last 18 months, two years since really the podcast started. And obviously, I've tried to take more of an interest and and, be, and sound less like I don't know what I'm talking about um, with, with finding out about the leagues and the teams and, and, and some players, mainly thanks to Roger uh, on that one. Uh, but boys, I wish you all the best uh, for the rest of this season. And I'm sure yep. some of you will come on to um, the Sunday League show next season or for, yeah, in the mate. remainder of this year. And we'll learn a bit more about yourselves in, in more detail and about your clubs and we can learn a bit more history. But boys, thanks for thanks a lot for your time tonight. Uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah, cheers, mate. Cheers. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Cheers. Cheers. See you later.